Hey, this is Anne, and I wanted to mention that in this episode, I do bring up a special that I had running, and that is over, but I have a special offer for you, the podcast listeners, that you can find in the description. There are links for um, a pretty big discount sale. My prices did recently go up, but what I did was I uh, did a, a flash sale so that you could jump in and um, get some lower rates than they were even before the rates went up. So those links are in the description. That does end on Saturday, April 30th, uh, I think end of the day, but you know, hopefully you'll get in there and take advantage of that and book a session with me soon. So I wanted to also mention that I'm a little all over the place right now. I have to do a ton of continuing education credits for both my acupressure and massage certifications as well as my uh, licensed clinical social worker um, license, and I have to do all that by the end of August. So I am also working on a brand new course that I'm gonna have out soon. So I may not be quite as consistent as usual, but uh, hopefully I'll be back on track shortly. Just wanted to acknowledge that if you notice that some episodes are being missed. So you can also go back and listen to old ones, of course. And if you ever want to watch the whole videos where, uh, you know, sometimes I do demonstrations of acupressure massage, you can go to the Animal Intuitive channel on YouTube. That link is also in the description. Enjoy the show. Do you question if animal communication is real? Just see how you feel after watching this episode of the Animal Intuitive Show. Come on, all you doggies, won't you walk with me? Hi there, as I mentioned, this is the Animal Intuitive Show, and I'm Ann Angelo Webb. And on the Animal Intuitive Show, we talk about things like animal communication, natural pet care, including animal acupressure and massage demonstrations and lessons. And we also have interviews with experts in the fields of animal care and advocacy. So hello to everyone who's here in the chat, welcome. Uh, first off, I just want to thank everyone who's here tonight or watching the replay for being here. And if you do find this interesting or helpful, please do like, subscribe, hit the bell so you'll know about upcoming episodes, supposedly. And, uh, you know, share this if you feel like doing so. So I do appreciate that very much. Anything you do to help the show, really, I, I do appreciate it. So recently I spoke with two cats, uh, Mama and her adult daughter Pepper and a client had asked me to speak with them because they're stray cats but they they live sort of outside her home and they um, get fed by her she, she sort of takes care of them they don't come inside they're not like pets so to speak but she cares for them and they had been missing and it was the longest they'd ever kind of not come back so at hello Good after or good evening, good night, Al. Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. And Tammy, thank you for being here, everybody. Uh, welcome. So yeah, I was just talking about these two cats, Mama and Pepper. So I'm gonna just bring up some pictures of them. Um, as I had set up before the show, <laughs> and now the pictures aren't there. Of course they're not. Thank you, Ecam. That's the program I use, and this happens like every time. So I'm like beholden to this program because they work with Macintosh, but all right. So let me just bring up their pictures another way. Okay, so this is Mama. There she is. Um, 
talking about. So this is Pepper. She's got like less darkness on her face. She's got more white. And then this is the older cat, Mama. Um, she did say she looks a little thin in this picture. Hello, Eddie. Welcome. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, so the mother is a little thin, she said in this picture. It's an old picture. She said she's filled out. And um, Julia is the client of mine who asked me to speak with them because they had been missing for a little while. So I think about two weeks at that point. So I'm just kind of kind of go through the conversation I had with them and the information I gave her and then I'm going to tell you the outcome. Okay, so um, when I spoke to them, I did get that the feeling that they were grounded and that they were, um, I felt a physical strength in them, like they were in their body still. Um, I always explain to everybody, if we're talking about missing pets, lost and missing pets, I will never tell you 100% that I know that they are with us or not. And no animal communicator should ethically. You know, we're not God. We cannot tell you that. But we can ask them questions like, do you feel hungry? Do you feel thirsty? Um, do you feel in your body? And, you know, you sort of have a sense of knowing just by how they they feel to you. Because when you communicate with animals, you're feeling what they feel. You're sort of sensing what their body feels like. And there's a certain weightedness to it. So um, I felt that they were in their body. You can also ask them things like, what are you seeing? What are you, you know, um, physically feeling on underneath the underneath you? Um, you're, so you're trying to see things through their eyes, through their perspective. And those things give you a clue or give you clues as to whether or not they are physically here on this plane. So I did tune into both of them and I felt that they were both here, um, present. But what I got from them was that um, when I spoke, so Pepper was the first one I spoke to, and uh, Julie wanted to know why they had been away and if there's anything she could do to make them feel more safe or comfortable or anything you know they wanted to say. So Pepper, interesting, I got her eating eggs, and I did see a woman feeding her, an older woman, uh, more of a heavy set woman, kind of um, got the feeling she wasn't from this country and giving her something to eat, and she was mentioning eggs. So that is not before. So this may have been what this woman was giving them. So I asked if paws were on the ground. Pepper said yes. So I felt, and I said, are you moving? And she said yes. But she said, um, at times she's been huddled, um, kind of, you know, staying protected. And I explained that Julie was worried about both of them, um, and Pepper said, please tell her I've been around. She didn't want her to be concerned. Um, she said that she planned to return. I felt she had like this spunk about her, um, and that she was enjoying herself. And she told me that she had chosen this life of being outdoors, not living in someone's home. It was very important to Pepper to be able to explore, to roam, and to be free. Um, she showed me a close-up of her eyes when she said this and it was a very serious look and it was like I need to be sort of feral and She did say to Julia don't blame yourself if anything point she didn't want her to feel bad because this was the life she had chosen so She then went into this thing where she 
said, I got the word, I was hearing the word landing. So when you're communicating with animals, you will visually sometimes see things like a still frame or you'll see a movie playing out. But you can also um, hear things, but it's not like I'm hearing a voice coming from outside of my, you know, my head. I'm not hearing voices around me. I'm getting words like in the way that I would think a sentence in my own mind, but I know it's them. So the word was landing and I would I was seeing this sloped area and I was seeing both concrete concrete and grass something to do with her backyard so specifically this was about Julia's backyard the person who had asked me to speak with them and it it was something to do with the home and a slanted down area and then I was seeing a white pole stuck in the ground um I did get an impression of a white boat and I wasn't sure if it was figurative or literal so I, I mentioned that to Julia. I'll tell you what came out of this after. Um, the enclosure, I asked her, you know, is this something, this was actually something she, oh, we're buffering. Let me see if that's everybody. Is ever is are other people having issues with the um, the video? I'm wondering. Let me know. Tammy said it's buffering. Um, so I'm just gonna see him text my husband while he's watching, hopefully. Um, so I was seeing a tarp and it felt safe to be under the tarp. And she said, I got like, like a lean to and, or a lean to, I should say one side. So she can see out from under it, something to hide under and didn't want this to flap in the wind. So, good night, Al. You're getting you're getting that to stalling from time to time. I have both TV and iPad on, and they both freeze. Hmm. I don't know if that's me or they're working on fiber lines. My husband says so. Maybe that. Well, fantastic. Okay. Great. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. Thank you for your patience. All right, so she said it. she doesn't want this to flap in the wind because she would be exposed. Um, I also got from the mother, now that was all pepper, and from the mother I was getting that she actually, was getting the word thin and that she was more looking for food, more than pepper. Um, okay, thank you guys, thanks for letting me know. Um, if anything didn't get conveyed, uh, let me know if you have any questions because I can go back. Um, so I asked, um, you know, what this thinness was about. She said she was a little, con or I was getting a little concerned. I thought maybe the mother wasn't feeling well and I was picking up parasites. Um, but I got that the pepper and the mother are aware of each other's presence, but not always totally together. So in general, I felt like they were in the area. Um, so usually I do talk to people. Most of my communications are distance live, but she just asked me, you know, sometimes I don't do it that. Sometimes people want me to um, type it out and send it to them. So that's what I had done. Okay. Um, thank you for letting me know. Um, so... 
she had let me know that in terms of eggs, she didn't know what that was. And that was, like I said, I think maybe that had to do with the person feeding them. Um, she said, yes, she does have spunk. She's very funny. She's very good at scavenging and hunting. I'm glad to know she's okay with that. Um, you know, um, they're in New Jersey. I actually don't know what town. I think they're in New Jersey. <laughs> it's now that I think about it, I, I think they're in, which is where I am pretty sure she's in Jersey. Um, so she has said that she wants to be, you know, a good, you know, take care of them, but she does feel that she has needed to let them be kind of free-ish, um, you know, feed them, doesn't want them to feel restricted. So that's what they want. And that's why they gravitate towards her because she's not trying to make them, you know, trap them. <laughs> um, she mentions this landing that I mentioned. She said it was funny because the yard is sloped. The way back is the highest point and it slopes all the way down to the sidewalk. The pavement is the driveway that goes up to the side of the house and meets the backyard. The and I don't think this is giving anything away about her location. So I, you know, in this description. So um, the enclosure area may be uh, the vegetable garden is currently covered by a tarp. Although it does have bricks that hold the tarp down, they're random posts and poles holding up the fencing portion. It's very homemade. <laughs> so I think that goes back to what, you know, I had mentioned about which Pepper was showing me that she had a tarp. It was like a, you know, the sloped area in the back that she had showed me. Um, and that um, the, she liked the tarp, but wanted it, you know, she liked that it was... She, she liked knowing that it could be held down. She doesn't want it to flap up. And she mentioned it's, it has some bricks holding it down. And she did say also that there were some random posts and poles, which is what I had seen. Um, she mentioned that they go through times where the mother and Pepper spend a lot of time together. They nap during the day, you know, they'll cuddle and sometimes eat together. Very sweet, but they seem to be comfortable and independent and you know they want to be on their own too so um it gets a little tricky you know with the i'm not done yet but um the whole part we i had sent her about the mama and being a little concerned about her being maybe a little bit sick and the parasite thing because they're not her cats so there's only so much you can do um she did get them spayed she somehow managed to do that but uh there were a couple of like home remedy type things. Now I'm not a vet. I don't tell people how to, you know, treat their pets, but there's home remedies and things out there. And I sent her some information about that. Um, so this was the part that, you know, I think was very interesting to everyone. Probably most interesting of all this is that she hadn't seen them in a few weeks. And then I sent her this, record of what I had gotten the summary of my conversation and she let me know at the end of her walk with her dog that night Pepper and Mama both came running down the sidewalk meowing um, she said that the mama did look about the same way but she was going to keep an eye on her um, and then interesting they left so they like came back so she lets me know that they um, she really feels that, you know, it's funny because it's like they were responding. 
they came back after I told them that she was concerned and she saw them and then they left and she felt like they were, you know, intentionally doing that. And I, you know, that's my feeling, but you know, you be the judge if you're, <laughs> if you're, you know, they hadn't been around in a few weeks. So I, you know, I believe that they were responding to her concern and just letting her know, you know, just checking in. But then again, um, and she mentioned that it was a relief and, you know, she felt better. So they, then I had emailed her yesterday because long story short, I wasn't sure I had asked her if I could use this story back when we first, when I first um, sent it to her a few weeks ago. And then I couldn't recall exactly if she said, yes, I could use the story. Like I kind of thought that's what she said, but I wanted to make sure cause I never want to, you know, and I want to know if I could use their pictures and everything and her name. And so I asked her and then she let me know that right after she sent her response to me asking that she went out to the patio and guess who was waiting there. And she had said to me that they hadn't been there. So they've kind of been doing their own thing. And then when we had that email exchange, she went out to the patio and Pepper was there. Sorry, not mama, just a picture of a beautiful picture um, of Pepper. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you do things like this? You know, I think most of you here um, believe in animal communication, you know, because I know a lot of the people who are here. Um, Eddie, I think you're so you're asking, do I communicate? This is Pepper's other picture. Do I communicate with only cats? Oh, no, not at all. Um, I speak with all animals. Um, you can do animal communication or have a conversation with all animals, including wild animals. Uh, they don't have to be domesticated. It's a good question. Um, but yes, they speak to, you know, mostly people are calling me about their cats, dogs, horses, sometimes rabbits, um, sometimes other, you know, the smaller animals, hamsters, things like that. Um, so yeah, that's a really good point. We worry about the pets we love and count the days that they have been missing, but I don't think animals have the same perception of time. I would agree with you. I think that they they kind of lose track of time. I do. I know that I can tell an animal, like if, if a family's going away on a trip, for instance, and they want to tell the, their pet that they're going to be gone for five days or something like that, I can show them um, and, and so can they, um, you know, an image of the sun going down and then waking up in the morning and the sun comes up and they eat breakfast and then they eat dinner and the sun goes down and you can repeat that for five days and animals will get a sense that that's a, of how long that is. Um, uh, Pepper came back the first time Pepper and mama came back and then they do this like, but I guess when I spoke to them the first time was the longest they'd ever been away. That's why she had contacted me. But she's used to them going a little bit and coming and going. So, yeah, just yesterday, Pepper was the only one that showed up. But I, she wasn't at the point of concern about Mama because, it you know, that's somewhat normal for them to be gone a little bit. Um, so, yeah, thank you, Eddie. Um, I'm glad you found it interesting. Uh, yeah, so I think that they lose track, you know, they're out doing what they want to do. Pepper makes it very clear, especially that she is a wandering girl and that she doesn't want to be 
restricted. She doesn't want to be like in a house all the time and she needs that. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So yeah, they can definitely lose track. And, you know, if they have that kind of wandering thing about them, they don't always think like, you know, they're not often thinking what about my person who's at home worrying about me. Um, so, you know, that's where animal communication can come in to be helpful because, um, you know, best case scenario is that they do come back, that you contact them and that you, you know, it's like, hey, you know, this is getting to be a little concerning and that we use animal communication to try to lure them back. Um, you know, sometimes animals go missing for other reasons. Like, for instance, there are times when animals will decide that they sort of need to go off on their own because they're ill and that's their sort of n the nature necessarily want to be um, in a home. Um, I would say that goes more for animals that are used to being out of the home, like who, who come in and out. Um, there are animals who are unhappy with their home situation and sometimes that's why they go off and you know, go want to go do their thing. They want to find a new situation. There can be just a sense that they want to be with someone else. You know, they maybe come across someone out there that they feel, um, for whatever reason, you know, this is the next leg of their journey. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, me too. I like to be out in the woods myself. Um, when I was young, it's funny now that we it was different then. You could go out and play in the woods for hours on end and people wouldn't be freaking out um, back when I was young. So um, I understand that too. So, uh, you know, I'm wondering if anybody has any questions, you know, feel free to let me know if you're live, if you're here in the chat, you can certainly feel free to ask me anything. Um, or if you're watching the replay, you can put it in the comments. And I'd love to know what people think, you know, did you have a different perspective before watching this? Did it change your perspective or did you already think, you know, that, that animals could be, you, we could be communicating with them? I would love to know what you think. Um, and I didn't know if anybody was here to have me speak with their pet. I didn't see anything about that, but let me know. Um, um, I do, Tammy. Um, it's, part of the work that I do, yes. Um, you know, I don't make communicating with animals who have crossed over my primary thing. You know, I know some communicators, that's kind of their, a thing that they put out there quite a bit. Um, for me, um, I'm going to do a show actually soon, I think, about ethics and animal communicators and what you should look for in an animal communicator. Um, my greatest concern about focusing on that, and I've, I've done shows about it, but um, I think that's an area where you can, you, you do need to be mindful that people are in a vulnerable state. And just like people psychics, you know, sometimes people will end up almost getting addicted to um, hiring them to communicate with their loved loved one. That's why I don't make it a huge thing. It's something I do. Um, but I do feel that animals are always at peace 
my sense, what I get from them is that they are in heaven and that they are in a good place, better place than here. It doesn't mean it makes people feel better that their animal has, you know, it hopefully helps a little bit, but we still have the pain and of grief and, you know, the loss, but uh, of not having their physical beings here. But I would hope that what people get out of communicating with me, with an animal, is that um, they can connect with them themselves. That, you know, that's what I like people to do. Like when I do a session with someone like that, I want them to come out of it feeling in their own heart that they're able to make that connection. Um, did you, I'm, oh, wait, I'm sorry, I'm losing the chat here. So, oh, you have a, wow, three, your pet, oh, Celeste passed away in your arms. Is there any way you can tell her how much I miss her and how special she was to me? So this is your kitty, Celeste. Is that a kitty? Um, I can yet, you know, let me know, Tammy, if there's anything specific you wanted me to ask too. I'm seeing your post too. Um, um, okay, so I'll, I can talk, I can do a couple of connections tonight. Um, I don't know if Eddie, you're talking about you wanted to do something privately. Oh, I forgot to mention right now I do have a special that's just going to run through. I have it right now through tomorrow. I'm not sure if I'm going to extend it a day or not, but right now it's gotten a pretty good response. So I don't know, but I have it in the link in the description. Um, you can always go to my website to schedule a private session that's in the description, but it's intuitive touch animal but I do have that special and it's actually a very good special right now. Um, so if you want to check that out, you wanted a private uh, appointment with me, that's that those that link is down there in the description box. Um, so, but good night Al, what is your kitty, is it kitty Celeste that you wanted me to touch in with or face with? Beautiful black cat, okay. Um, I'm gonna move these guys off too. Thank you, Pepper, and I wanna thank Julia for letting me um, have them on as like an example of this because I think that they provide a really good example of how animals are so in tune with us and in touch with us, <clears throat> excuse me, and that there is concern. They knew that she was missing them and they, came back even if temporarily <laughs> to you know reassure her so I think that was a really good example of the sentience of animals and how connected they are to us oh she had okay oh all right so I'm just gonna you know if you have any questions let me know um I'm not gonna have much to say if I'm just letting her know um but, you know, if I pick up anything, I can tell you. But I'm just letting her know how much you miss her. So this is Celeste. And again, you know, always know that you can <clears throat> use your senses to just go into your heart and connect in with your pets, whether they've transitioned or not. Um, you know, I think everyone has this ability, which is, you know, I see it when I teach that everybody has already communicated with animals. They just didn't realize it always. So hi, Sinead, good to see you. 
Um, happy Furry Thursday to you too. <laughs> um, okay, so Celeste. So I just, you know, I, <clears throat> I just, sorry, I'm getting this like frog in my throat. We have a lot of rain here tonight and it's like, ah. <laughs> um, so when I pick up on her is this like, it is like a, a young um, <clears throat> energy. You said she passed when she was 3.5 years old. Um, but it, there's just sort of a, um, a joyous energy about her. That's what I pick up a young youthful I get like this playfulness and um, you know that could have something to do with how young she was when she transitioned but um, okay I'm seeing that okay and if there's any questions you had let me know but that's just generally I'm just feeling that she feels very connected and happy to hear from you essentially you know she's connected to you and she's joyous that's the word I keep getting is joyous And then Lady for Tammy, so you wanted her, okay, we have to move. So you're moving, you're not prepared, and it probably won't happen for a while, but you just want her to know, okay. Okay, so Lady, um, I know you tried to send me her picture too, and I didn't get it uh, last week. Oh, Celeste, because she fell from heaven, we had a connection. From day one, all over all the other foster kittens. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, so. Lady, um, gosh, Tammy, I'm drawing a blank. This happens to me when I'm live, I and when I communicate with animals too. I'm using like a different part of my brain. I would know this before the show. Was Lady a cat or a dog? I'm so sorry. I knew this. I don't know why. It's just out of my head. I, I literally spoke to her last week. I think she's a cat, but I'm so sorry. I don't know why. I'm just completely blanking. It's like, I really do when I communicate with animals. Sometimes I can't even like think my own birthday because it's like a different part of the brain again you know memory is not working exactly the way it normally would not that I have the best memory to start with but yeah I didn't get it I don't know why I don't know how I didn't get it unless you put it did you put it in a post or something because I didn't see it in messenger and I didn't get a notice sorry I'm getting like this weird right not it's like caught um I don't know why I didn't get it um did you send it to the right Anne? <laughs> the right Anne Angelo? I don't know. Web. Um, tan Shih Tzu Dog. Okay. So sorry about that. Um, okay. So it's just about the move. Okay. I'm going to see if I can open up my messenger on the side while I'm doing this and see if it'll pop up. But I don't think I got it. Oh, wait, could be why I got like a notice. So here, let me, I'm going to bring in her picture. Okay. So 
sorry, you can always fast forward if you're watching the replay. Um, Can you guys see that? Can you see the picture? Okay, this is Lady. Let me know, Tammy, if, if the picture is showing up of Lady. Okay. Um, um, that she picks up on like a stress, like an anxiety about this. I don't feel she exactly knew what it was coming from. She knew there's something like up. So I'm just letting her know that you, you know, you've got it under control. <laughs> The only thing I get back from her is just to, you know, make sure she has her toy, blanket, um, comforts. That's all. I just get like, it, it's fine. Just make sure that I have my, okay, this is, you can see it. Okay. Um, just make, I guess, I guess the overall feeling I get is like this baby persona, <laughs> like she just wants to be a baby, um, taken care of which I'm sure you are doing. I know she feels that from you. So I don't feel like you should stress about it, essentially. I think she's fine as long as you're fine. And, you know, don't forget, everybody, that you can always, you know, just go to... You know, it always helps to ground yourself instead of just on, a, on the fly. You know, if you're busy and trying to talk to your pet and going into your heart, and it's, it doesn't work as well. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's <laughs> her creature comforts. Exactly. Um, but you know, try to get a little grounded and just show them the video. Like I'm talking about, you know, show them this like story that and how it goes of them. Um, you know, show them that you have to put clothes in boxes, show them you have to put like dishes and things in boxes and that you're, the movie keeps going where you take the boxes out to a truck and then you know, you put her in the car with you and you all follow the truck or what, you know, show them a little movie. Um, trust that they're hearing it, you know, and, sh and seeing it because animals pick up on these things very easily. This is how they, this is how they work. Uh, this is how they communicate. And then, you know, show yourself unpacking and show them that you'll be going into a new space. If you're not sure what the new space looks like, just put all of you into a space together and and you know there's the feeling is very important so it, you can have sort of a sense of a question mark but at the same time excitement and peace like this is a good thing it's just different and just show them like a blank sort of space you don't have to be completely exact you know more for them is just the comfort you know the feeling that you're in control and that you've got it you know you've got a plan um, and that they'll be taken care of um, I am in Eastern time zone. 
and I do have a meditation with a link in the description below. It's on my website, though. It's on the front page of intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. If anybody ever wants to just download that, it's free. You do have to give your email, and you'll be on my newsletter. If you want to come off of it, you can. It's easy to unsubscribe. But if you download that, you can listen to it. It's a meditation. It's very relaxing. It has isochronic tones in it which is something that helps you relax more and kind of go into a more deeper state of relaxation and meditation. And it's a guided meditation to help people who, you know, want to communicate with their pet, want to try it out. Um, I also have a new class coming out soon. I don't have it up yet, but it's going to be something where people can um, learn kind of at their own pace. Um, it's coming out soon. I have so much going on right now. I have CE credit, C continuing ed credits this is hell year for me because <laughs> every two years I have continuing ed for my acupressure massage board and my my social work license in the same year. It's insane. Um, plus, I have this class coming out and the show and, you know, running a business. So I did want to mention that I may not be here every single week um, until I get done with the credits for the the acupressure massage. But hopefully I'll learn some new interesting things that I can share with you, too. So. I'm going to do my best, though, to be as consistent as possible. They're due in late May, so I don't have a lot of time. So, <laughs> um, Oh, it shows me as being in Pacific time zone. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm in... I live in New Jersey at this point in time. That's interesting. I'm going to hide you, lady. Um, thank you for letting me talk to her. It's always an honor. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I love it all. It's interesting. I love learning. It's just a lot in one year. And, you know, you might question, Anne, why didn't you do all your credits last year or like stagger it? Well, that would be what a smart person would do. <laughs> that's what I should do. But I get caught up in other projects and I'm like, oh, that's not due till next year. And well, here we are. And I have nine million credits due. But I really love learning. Um, it's just a lot at one time, but <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking, Eddie. If you have any questions, let me know. You can also email me at Anne with an E at intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. If you have any questions, there's contact information on my website too. Um, so I didn't, I hope I didn't miss anybody, anybody's questions. Um, I do, my husband's supposed to mod for me when, when he, is here and I keep forgetting to set him up so I have to tell him to go into the chat and then I guess I have to give him a wrench I guess I have to do that um, when he's available so uh, I really appreciate everybody's questions if anybody has any other questions let me know real quick before we end or let me know in the comments if you have questions and I hope that that was uh, you know helpful and interesting and um, if you're somebody who's new to animal communication, I hope that that was helpful, kind of a good intro to see how animals, uh, you know, do connect in with us um, and they can act on those communications. They can act, you know, we can see it come out in behavior. So I really, you know, I love you all. I really appreciate you being here and please have a wonderful, you know, Easter, a peaceful Easter, I hope for everybody. All right, thank you and God bless. I love a nice massage and a belly rub. Nothing makes me feel more relaxed. I like my
Rub my belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. My belly. My belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. My belly. My belly. I like my ears rub. I like my paws rub. I like my back rub. I like my tail rub. I like to relax. A massage and some snacks. It's my favorite thing to do. But if you really want to know what I like, listen close. Rub my belly. Rub my belly.